0: Keel Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of sea thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, I have none other than the crew over from rarethief.com. That's right, Marquis and Amir, or Falcon, are joining me this week as we dive into see these for some past history, because I wanted to catch up and find out what they know uh, as far as the Heart of Fire, but also I wanted to make sure that I got a chance to talk with them about the upcoming content with Arena, uh, with Resurrection, all, all kinds of good stuff this episode, so sit back, relax, enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side hey how you guys doing
1: good, good.
0: Amir I feel like it's been it's been forever since I learned your name and it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's so crazy to think I was like I, I've, I've known of you since before I think I've ever even contacted you in any way or form just purely based on like me going back through all of the rare stuff and like digging oh. out and we're like all right who are the people that got ahead of the game and knew about this before I did? And just <laughs> uh, trying. And... Go ahead.
2: Oh, yeah, no, I was just laughing. That, yeah, that's funny.
0: So it's it's like I I contacted so many of you guys uh from from the OG crew and <laughs> have been reaching out to as many as possible. Uh-huh. But, but uh Kat recommended that I get in contact with you because uh she was like, you know, if you if you haven't you should really reach out to Amir because they they've been doing some really good stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, that is true. That's a really good point. I'm <laughs> to do that. So, um, but yeah, because I wanted to, I wanted to bring you guys onto the show. Um, well, for, for a lot of reasons, and I I, I probably have started saying that a lot lately. Now that I think about it, but the 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 main reason is because I I don't know about you but if, if it wasn't for you guys i i know a lot of pirates would have a lot harder of, of a time playing sea of thieves than, than probably they should and <laughs> a lot of it comes down to the work that you two have been put in so before i get into rare thief i wanted to to kind of get to know you two a little bit better now you two are, are a married couple Marquis and and amir you guys have been uh, or, or should i go by Marquis? is that fine I don't know. Yeah, Mark is fine. Okay. Um, so y- you guys have been working on Rare Thief together, I just found out. And and that's <laughs> that's been that's been something that you guys have done for a long time. I've always known your name, but I didn't know like who you were. So how did how did this get started?
2: Uh, I was working together get on Rare Thief. hmm Um, so I like when um the beta was coming out, I started creating the interactive map. You know, just from scratch, and it was pretty bare bones because I am not a graphic artist at all. So I was just coding it um, using just, I think, grid lines and like shadows of the islands and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I released that for the beta, and people were really loving it. So um, it was blowing up, and people were like, Oh, you should make this an app. You should make like expand on this, keep going with it. And I was like, Marky, because she had been working on (laughs) graphics, um, like learning, getting uh, familiar with like the adobe creative cloud stuff like illustrator and yeah photoshop and stuff so it's like do you think you could like make me like a good looking map and put islands and stuff on it for this interactive map and she's like yeah sure and then and then she did and then it just kept getting bigger and bigger and i was like i think we need you uh full time on this with me so
3: and i was hooked (laughs) on sea of thieves so that was easy
0: (laughs) that's awesome so you guys really are like the, the perfect pairing as far as like who's good at what and how you guys fill each other's little puzzle pieces, uh, little jiggies and stuff. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah. Have, have, have you guys been playing games together for a long time? Like how did, how did you two like get together? Was that it just out of <laughs> a happenstance or just kind of a random thing? And you both realized you liked games? Like how does that go, come about?
2: No, I had nothing to do with games. <laughs> sea of Thieves is her, is her, was her first video game. Yep. Oh, wow. I was
3: not allowed to have video games growing up in the house. What? So, yeah. So I did not play any video games. Uh, and then Amir and I met... Um, we actually went to the same preschool and elementary school. Um, but we officially met in middle school and started dating in high school. And even when we started dating and such. I never, you know, played video games. And then I was always just super busy. I mean, he yeah. played a lot of games when I was in law school because <laughs> I was busy from sunup to sundown. And then, uh, but really Sea of Thieves, when I saw him playing the alpha, I mm-hmm. like walked into the living room, saw it. And, you know, it's that moment of great water. Um, and right all of a sudden I was like, ooh, this isn't a desert scene of people just shooting each other up. What is this? And I was <laughs> so excited to play it. just so excited. yeah so.
0: I love the I love the characterization of of desert scene shooting things up because I think like 15 titles popped into my head as soon as you said that and I was yeah, just, yeah oh yeah, yeah that that's uh yeah, that's pretty common. dang it. Uh, We should do better. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
3: luckily now it seems like everyone is doing better. Um, But yeah, at the time, that seeing such, I don't know, well, even now seeing such gorgeous, you know, sparkling water and the Aurora Borealis and everything. I don't know. I was the second I walked into the room and saw that on the screen, I was super excited to play
0: Maybe that's what I need to do. I need to. I need to just buckle down and buy an Xbox and stick it out front. Because I was playing. Uh, I just started The Last of Us, the first one. Uh, well, I oh, guess nice. it has to be the first one because the second one's not out yet. That's a really <laughs> weird comment to make. But I started playing The Last of Us for the first time uh, out in the living room, and my wife was working on homework at the time, and I w- she was making commentary about how uh, a little, a little too close to home it was. And I was like, Yeah, this is, this is pretty close to home right now isn't it <laughs> and, uh, and i hadn't thought about that but i was like i i haven't i haven't found like a good game to really introduce her to because she she used to play like mario and you know dr mario and sonic and stuff but uh-huh. there was a there's a large gap in that in that that knowledge base of what a joystick is and why there's two of them now and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm like working to try and build years of, of missed knowledge uh in a in a way that kind of helps facilitate like the the opportunity for her to get into games like Sea of Thieves and stuff and, and enjoy some of the stories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I
3: mean mine was total immersion. We basically mm-hmm. no lifed Sea of Thieves for the first I mean, we got Pirate Legend <laughs> within the first two months oh, of wow. the launch and we yeah, it was just <laughs> we just know life that, and then he introduced me to a bunch of other games, to kind of give me a bit more of a well-rounded vocabulary.
0: Mm, yeah, I could see that.
3: Kind of, but yeah, did it by immersion because it was kind of sink or swim, especially if I was gonna, you know, enter this world, and then yeah. start
2: writing about it. Yeah,
3: yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that makes the fact that the website helped kind of give you a, a purpose for wanting to jump in. I think may have been a a good factor there because that's my my wife um has to live with adhd and anxiety uh-huh. so for her okay. stressful situations are are enough of a trigger to kick her out of the 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 desire to stick with it so mm. trying to find trying to navigate that has been interesting as as we've kind of been living together with each other for years and um i've, I've just started to slowly like she tried uh, night in the woods and I'm I'm working with uh, the Lego Harry Potter games. Oh nice. <laughs>
2: nice, yeah. Cuz we,
0: we both love Harry Potter and that's a it's a great game to to be able to jump into. So I figured that's kind of where I think I'm going to draw us into. Uh, so but yeah, I I think that's awesome that you guys that you guys that you kind of learn I mean, it's it's nice to know that for someone who hasn't been playing games, you can you can literally jump in, get it Work on it and actually prosper really, really well in in something that a lot of people tend to think is kind of a, a weird game to kind of wrap their heads around. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... Well,
1: the
3: other, the other Go thing ahead. is that you know, they always say that the best way to learn is to teach. So I think the fact that I knew I was going to have to explain certain mm. game mechanics
0: that's very true made
3: me much more invested in learning exactly how those came to be and how those fit into the broader game and how those fit into the gaming world. Why would that be exciting in this game? Or is there something that I find that I'm like, oh, this is magnificent. And Amir's like, oh, this is kind of a feature of most games. So um, so yeah, that aspect of it, I think, made it just a much quicker learning process.
1: And then also the fact
3: that it's not super fast paced if you don't want it to be. And especially when the game first launched,
2: Mm, we didn't have many
3: AI threats or.
2: There was a Ford every three hours. Yeah. So
3: I got to enter it a bit more slowly and, you know, got to practice running in a circle on the outpost for a good long time before we set sail. (laughs) Things like that
0: yeah, yeah. It, it's it's funny because you're you're absolutely right when the game first came out it was very calm seas you really didn't have a whole lot to worry about because there were only six ships that would go after you and everything else was uh, was uh, on the island so you, mm. you had pretty safe territory for the most part you could jump on any island and kind of deal with skeletons but it wasn't the end of the world you know and and now now it feels like maiden voyage has Tried to facilitate that same purpose, uh, mm-hmm. and, and has yeah. done a done a stellar job with it too. I I just told uh, my buddy Hassas last night. He he and I were playing some Halo together, and um, he wanted to to get his wife into Sea of Thieves because he wanted her to to try it out. And I was like, well, if if you don't know, get her into Maiden Voyage because that's going to be the one place where. She can run around and do whatever she wants. She can get comfortable with all the all the equipment, all the weapons, jump, you know, look for different clues and things like this, and yeah. just play without having to worry about anything really that dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I think that it's it's surprising how because the game has has gotten so much content that everyone was craving for s- at launch that mm-hmm. now they've had to go and specifically build. Like a little pocket version of Sea of Thieves that doesn't have content. It's just one little island. Yeah. But to to kind of to kind of push into uh the thing that we've been kind of alluding to is, is Rare Thief. There's a ton of new pirates on the seas, uh, who are probably really, really overwhelmed with all the stuff that's going on and updates that are. If you aren't reading the patch notes or following YouTube videos, uh, hopefully podcasts or websites, mm-hmm. then you're really kind of left just with like loading screens and a couple things of dialogue in the beginning, and it's it's really kind of hard to to get people to understand what what to do, where to go, what's new, what's changed, things like that. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: the thing that I think is is great right now is is that you guys have been doing Rare Thief since since forever basically since the game even was kind of created and i know i know when we had to do pirate legend the hard way and <laughs> you had to memorize where the 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 different animals were on different islands yeah then
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know you you knew you had to learn if if you didn't then you did what i did at times which was <laughs> pull up my phone look up rare Thief's app, download it, check rare thief and be like, okay, snake is snake islands, pigs and chickens. That's right. <laughs> right. That's no, but <laughs> so, uh, you guys have been doing rare thief for a long time and, and how hard is it to, to kind of keep up with the constant flow of content now?
2: It, it is overwhelming. like we yeah. love it and like live off of you Neo know, each month we update because we're excited about what's coming out. So writing about it is super exciting. But yeah it, it is the cadence has been a lot. And you know, there's so much each time, like even some smaller features like you said, need to be um, or not need to be, but it's nice to have an explanation or them to be um, delved into a bit for those newer players or people who aren't um, you know researching on their own to help explain what's going on with the new stuff.
3: Well, and there's a lot of things that we do that aren't that don't involve the most recent updates. So, things like uh, oh, I was going back through some old community emails for something, and I was remembering when we were talking to someone about our app optimization and everything, and just trying to get it so that because with all the markers, no other map does that. So, even like Google with all its power, you know, they paginate results so they only have a few markers on a map at a time, you know, yeah. and so the weight of that and having like so figuring out how to optimize that or um, there's a lot of features that we've created for the app that we've never rolled out because they're just like 90% done or some are 50% done or (laughs) things that because the pace of the content updates is just so quick that trying to do those on the side, you know, obviously, the content comes first, because that's what people are are really going to want and really going to need that that morning of, it's funny looking at the Google search term results in like the very first minutes after an update comes out, people are already searching and we're like, but it's not there yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're getting there. Like <laughs> we, we have to double check everything before we publish. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like, um, so yeah. So that always comes first, but there's a bunch of stuff we're doing in the background too that just Conti- yeah. always, always
2: <laughs> adding more uh, riddle markers. Like people will yeah. still find new ones. We don't have, we have like, I don't know, like over 900 or something like that. Oh, more than that. Just the riddle ones. Yeah, probably of like landmarks and rock paintings. And still today we'll get an email of someone reaching out saying, Hey, I got, I got this one here. Here's a picture of it here. where like, this is where it was. So we're always adding more, oh, more, more riddle markers too, which is just crazy.
0: That's insane to think that two years later after the game's just actually been alive and, and launched that, that there's still stuff that isn't being popped up. So if if that's if that's because one thing that I've I've absolutely lived for with your guys's website has been the tall tale guides and for for a very long time there was uh like I went through and did them all and and uh kind of got worked worked them out on my own without really trying to trying to uh, cheat myself of of the the satisfaction of being able to do it but Man, when you when you go like six months without doing one tall tale, a lot of that knowledge is just like whoop. So <laughs> I had to I had to rely on your guys's website a lot recently because I just got my gold curse. Uh, I've been. Oh, I'd been- congratulations. Nice. That's Thank so you. Exciting. <laughs> it was so lackluster because I was, I was alone. I was streaming. I turned oh. in the final thing and I was like, I got it Right. Right, <laughs> where's the pop up? It's it's there's not a pop up. What, what what do I gotta do? And no, it was just it was a little late, but I I got it. And I and the the main reason why I got it was because of your guys's website because I was working on Stars of a Thief, uh, mm, and it's my favorite. It's a good one, but man, is it is it hard to work out some of the 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 different parts of uh, the different random ones that you you have to work out to get the star gems like
2: yeah the routes you have to take the island jumping and
0: oh let me tell you i didn't know until two nights ago that there was a kraken body next to reaper's hideout never knew about
2: that right all the way down in the in that ravine yeah
0: had no clue had no idea it was like go to reaper's hideout and i was like the game says it's an unmarked island but rare thief says it's reaper's hideout is this (laughs) is this accurate so i went over to i went over to reaper's hideout and i was like oh man well this is a bug because it says unmarked island and reaper's hideout is no longer an unmarked island so that needs to get edited so i was i was had i not had rare thief to 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 help guide me through this I would have been running around to the two different because I knew it wasn't where the the, the crab shrine is. Uh, so I was like, okay, yeah. it's not there. The only other unmarked island we have is just north of Reaper's hideout, but there's there's no there's no ravines over there. It's coral and there's the cave system, but that's a skeleton throne. That's not that's not so I was like racking my brain trying to figure this out. <laughs> so thank thank you for helping me get the gold curse, even if you guys didn't even know it. Uh, it made a big difference in my life. And the thing that I, I wanted to bring up was with the heart of fire. Um, this is the latest one that we've had. This is probably the, the coolest one that I've, I've seen rare put out. It really kind of gets a little bit of, of everything, but what did you guys think of, of the heart of fire? As far as a tall tale goes.
2: It's one of my favorites. I don't know about Marky, but Yeah. yeah it's so like, it's crazy because you're playing through it and there is no cutscenes, scenes, but somehow it's so cinematic and you do mm-hmm. really feel like you're Indiana Jones or some kind of action adventure star, um, you know, diving into these caverns and
3: well, and his voice, yeah. Claymore's voice coming over, I think is what really makes it for mm. me. And when you light that, you know, beacon up at the top and you hear his laugh
1: mm, as yeah. you're
3: like going down, like things like that are just, but the first time we did it and we heard the laugh, I was like, what was that? Because, like, I don't know, there's other noises going on. I think Tux, that's our dog, was, like, barking and stuff. And we were, I don't know, chickens? And I was like, there are no chickens on this island. What are you talking about? I was like, it wasn't chickens. But like, yeah, it was, like, this eerie moment where both of us are, like, it was like we were in the game kind of spooked like what was that like I don't oh, know, so yeah. things like that i think really make that experience
0: yeah, yeah. what do you what do you really like about it i love the the fact that it feels so treacherous as you're going through it like you're you're hopping through lava pits you're you're jumping over chasms you're avoiding uh big swinging anchor pendulums but you've yeah. also got these these really like Rare has really harnessed the idea of a, of, of the the trap making mechanisms. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I think it's the I think it's the left path, uh, the blue path, that when you go down there, there's a a, a chain that you, or a, a winch that you kind of have to not a winch. What is it? A pulley? Yeah, there's a pulley you got to pull in as you're as you're pulling it. It moves the rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, uh-huh. but the rocks sink, and you're just like, oh oh, I got to be quick. <laughs> this isn't... timed platforming. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is new. I'm not used to timed platforming. Everything in the game is so static because it's like a, a ship on a body of water and you're on top of the ship and everything's moving and it has to calculate stuff. And I'm like, no, this is static, but it's it's timed. And I'm like, that's new. This is mm-hmm. different. And I like yeah. that. So things like that, just really, really got me. But the I, I would have to say that the that the introduction of the firebombs with the skull beacons that you have to light are mm-hmm. so cool. Triggers. Yeah, such a cool concept. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I oh man, the whole thing. I love the idea of of are having three paths. You could send one pirate from a brig down each path and see who wins at the end. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's a little bit of a, you can have a little competition on who makes it through their path and you can choose the path if you want and whoever makes it to the end first, uh, gets bragging rights, you know, there needs to be, yeah. I even think there's a bell at the end of it. I can't remember, but I I, I want (laughs) to say there's a bell at the end that you get to ring, but that's one of the things I liked about, um, Shores of Gold was the the bell system. It was like the the little <laughs> the little I got here. Did did you bell uh, <laughs> that you can ring is one of my favorites. So, well,
3: and the other art- thing I like about the paths is that there's so many ways you can do those mm. each room. So, th- in fact, that was one thing with you know writing guides. We always have to preface with this is one way to get through this room because we can't possibly write down all of the ways where. We're quite thorough and long-winded as it is. So <laughs> we try to, as much as it's probably hard to believe, we do try to pare down and be succinct. Uh, but <laughs> we, you know, so we give one way, but there's so many ways you can do those paths and including, you know, you can just let yourself light on fire and just put yourself out the next time you see a pond or take really good food with you, you know, or you can, there, you know, we've seen so many people already in streams and such find just fun, creative ways to get over different walls. Yeah, one of such. my favorites yeah. is, do you
2: know the um, cages yeah. um, that you have to, like, raise them to uh, light the torch up top, one of the skulls up top? Yes. Um, I think it was Steve from Rare Gamer figured out that you can just hop over, mm-hmm. you can hop onto the second cage and then jump over the wooden uh, barrier so yeah. you don't have to pull any of the levers. <laughs> you can just, like, hop it over and just you're done th- with that little section. That's so it's so just fun funny. to see all the different methods of getting through it, too.
3: Yeah, and I think they did that on purpose. Well, and even those rooms with, you know, the Reliefs that you throw the firebombs into, you know, you don't have to do that. And some of those are a little more treacherous than others. So Mm -hmm. you might not want to, if you don't think you can, you know, trust your fellow crewmate to get out of the way of those traps before you set it off. You know, there's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of option there too. So I don't know. I just, I think they did such a beautiful job with that.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. There, the first time I tried out the little fire traps with the with the skull, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I'm not going to use it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kill these guys the the way I normally would,
1: the old fashioned way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's it's such a a great way that that rare is is kind of developed some of these tall tales. It's it's something that. That in a game where it feels like you should be out on your ship chasing other other ships for treasure, these are the the moments that you really get to kind of live in the world uh, and really kind of experience it, have like a tailored experience. Which I think, I think is something that I think a lot of people were, were hoping for when the game came out. They were hoping for something where they were going to have a a really cool tailored pirate. Themed story that they were gonna to play through for forty hours, and then boom, you can go and do whatever you want afterwards. And mm-hmm. it it took a year, but it, we got to that point, and I and I I love that we're continuing to get more and more of them.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The lore is definitely one of my favorite aspects about Sea of Thieves. So the more that gets introduced, the more hooked I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So speaking of lore. What do you guys think of some of the stuff that's been going on with Heart of Fire?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I'm excited to kind of see how this unfolds. I know there's a fun, roiling debate about whether this is Flameheart Sr. or Jr. And so I think that's going to be fun to watch play out. Mm. I think there's, I don't know. Are
0: you, Are you willing to pick a side yet?
3: Um, Not really. I really see a lot of arguments for both, and I haven't been convinced that there's any dispositive proof one way or the other. I think Hmm. one thing that, you know, obviously made me feel initially like it might be Junior is that we don't know the end of Junior's story. You
1: know,
3: at the end of the book that we have, it just it's it's unwritten you know i mean you just he has his evolution and then you don't know what becomes of him or you know does he become the successor to captain or does he you know what does he do with that and but Mm -hmm. at the same time you know senior story is equally opaque so i don't know i feel like one thing that's kind of fun is that because we're being fed these little drips and tidbits of Mm -hmm. lore from rare as much as i just Want all of it all at once. I feel like it's kind of fun because there's still so much room to dream and speculate and wonder. And I think that's something that they wanted for this world where i think I think they wanted based on you know um, conversations I've had that you know they really wanted to imbue this world with that sense of wonder. and I think you keep that alive when there are so many questions and so many mysteries. So, yeah, so I'm just really excited to watch it all play out.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair point. It's been fun
2: to, like, watching everyone decipher all the, uh, the symbols. I know that you had a big point in figuring out some mm-hmm. of the important ones. Um, so, yeah, I love that, too, that, you know, there's all that mystery behind. What does this all say? Because, like, there it, it, it has to be, it has to point us in, the, in some kind of direction as to where yeah. they're going with the story.
3: Well, I really love that it's all canon.
2: That yeah.
3: everything is canon. Yeah. So we can turn to these books outside of it like athena's fortune and the tales and that's all valid you
0: know and it's all
3: going to weave together yeah the comic books everything
0: yeah i i really i really do love the fact that they that everything that they put into the game is just so well thought out even to the point where they're like hey did you want to did you want to play an rpg game because that's canon if you want
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly Mm -hmm.
2: so
0: i don't have you guys uh picked that up have you guys uh, read into that at all
2: we, we, have, we it. have it. Yeah, but we just haven't sat down and it. played it
3: yet. Yeah, we need to schedule a time to,
2: to really know, get into that.
3: Really sink have, into
2: that.
0: Have you tried it out yet? Uh, um, I I have read through some of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I haven't actually played it though. So no, no, I mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't quite gotten that. <laughs> yeah yet but uh you know hey there's um, you know there, there's a lot of a lot of folks hanging around nowadays maybe do something online and, and try and get some folks together to to play online i know uh, I, I recently saw who was it freddie prince jr was doing something was going to be doing something if he hasn't already uh over at yeah, Goldhead. yeah
2: i saw that yeah which is really cool
0: it's crazy he wants to do rpg <laughs> sea of thieves (laughs) and i saw Uh him playing yesterday too which was even weirder i was like oh hey uh, freddy's back on (laughs) so but uh so okay so so marky you're 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 on the fence you're waiting you're holding out amir Mm -hmm. how about you is it flameheart senior or junior
2: i i'm also in the side but i'm leaning towards senior i'm leaning towards senior yeah okay I think sure. because why do I think that I don't know i th- it it's uh the burning blade that's down there right in the heart of fire mm-hmm. um so yeah so burning the, blade that and then also I mean we it's tricky because like you guys what we were just saying is how that you know junior story is um not finished, but he seems like a decent enough uh person, and this um and flameheart senior is pretty ruthless, and what we got so far, that big floating head is very uh very menacing, yeah so.
0: That's that's a pretty good rationalization. Uh, it, it's it's funny because I I've already I, w- I was just talking to to Cat True Walker last episode about my theories on on who's who and what's what and how things are going to go down. And I think some of it was off air, so I'm not going to repeat that. But <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, interesting possibilities that are that are coming down the line. And uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing just how how it slowly unfolds, because that's something that I think rare has done a great job of is is uh, it, it feels it feels like we're watching like, i don't know mandalorian where every week we're waiting to see like what's going to happen next except in this case it's it's a monthly cadence so we have time to kind of play the game and stuff and and get our get our commendations and stuff finished but it, <laughs> yeah it's funny it's it's kind of like living with a tv show right now like we're, we're just kind of waiting for the next bit of lore to drop
2: yeah, yeah. totally totally like man it's such a gem. i'm just thinking about what is he going to turn into what is that going to look like
0: Oh man, yeah, that's a crazy. That's I. I hope it's something close to what the uh, what what the stewards of uh, Captain Flameheart's body uh, look, look look like when they were when we were doing the Seabound Soul and they were uh-huh. kind of they were doing the funeral uh session.
2: Yeah, and that lead the lead skeleton, the Lord lead dude guy. Oh, uh-huh. he
0: was cool. I, I yeah, you're very cool. Looking. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a skeleton look like him. That would be pretty, pretty <laughs> awesome. So, uh, but yeah, so we're talking about the past. We should be talking about the future. Yeah, <laughs> the
2: twenty-second.
0: The twenty-second is what I would say is effectively year two, year three, uh, anniversary two of of for sea of thieves at this point. Yeah. Would you Would you guys agree? Yeah. 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 Awesome, so we're getting emissaries, and I, I talked a little bit with that with cat uh, and how we're, how we're going to have some of the different systems in place um, are Are you guys having to rely heavily on insiders to kind of get prelim- preliminary work done on guides and stuff like that to help people out when when this goes live?
3: uh yeah like we always we make a kind of a skeleton of what we're gonna write based on like insider stuff and then we go the morning of when it updates and we go into the game and run through everything. We have like a checklist that we just sprint through and verify everything and then we publish what we're able to verify.
1: Yeah. And
3: then if we're not able to verify something, we like take out that paragraph or sometimes take out a whole article. Um and then add it as we're able to. Um but yeah so we we do a lot of, um, sailing in insider to try to kind of get that skeleton of an idea of what it's going to look like.
0: It's, it's kind of necessary at this point where, where they're, because we're getting the monthly cadences, the, the best way to kind of stay on top of the content is, uh, is to try and get it as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Have you guys looked at, um, cause, and, and forgive me for not knowing this be, because I actually don't know who all the partners are. Uh, I probably would if I was partner, but, um, I, I, are you guys partnered with city thieves right now?
3: Uh, no, the creator crew doesn't really like lend itself to our
2: medium.
0: M-
3: yeah. Medium yeah. yet. So, yeah. um, once it does, yeah, we, we'd, we'd love, love to, uh, uh, Yeah, fly, but yeah. yeah. We just, it's really just for kind of video stuff right now. YouTubers you know, YouTube and, and streamers. streamers. So yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of what I've noticed uh, is is uh, hence my trying to get a little bit more into the streaming uh, thing just to try and, and get a bit more information going into partners and stuff. But uh, yeah, that's and, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring you guys on, too, is because um, I, I, I glazed over it earlier, but we've got a lot of new pirates on the seas and uh, I, I wanted to bring attention to your guys's website and, and your application. Uh, because it's such a good resource for people who I think um, what was it Joe was talking on the last uh, video where they were talking about the map markers was that Joe mm-hmm. or was that okay oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so the, the map is going to have the markers for the tall tales and that's cool because yeah, yeah. they'll they'll know where it starts but rare thief is a great place to go if you want to know like how to work through it if you get stuck and a lot of people may not know about rare thief if, if they're coming into the game from an Xbox perspective from PC, it's a little easier. Cause we tend to, you know, we used, we're used to being like right on a, a Google tab next to the game or something. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, but a lot of pirates who are playing and getting into the second, uh, the 20, the update on the 22nd may not know about you guys. And I wanted to, to try and showcase you um, at least from the, the, small audience that I have to try and get word out there so that you guys can, can hopefully get some more traffic. Cause the work you do is, is totally worth it. So, um, kind of getting back to the, the anniversary update, the 22nd, uh, with the mission, missionaries, um, or no, not missionaries, uh, emissaries. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking they were like going out and doing stuff. We're, we're technically the missionaries for the emissaries. <laughs> that makes better sense. Uh, so I wanted to, to kind of find out, like, do you, do you, Marky, do you have like a preference on who you want to sail as when, when that, when the emissary system comes out?
1: Um,
3: I think I love sailing as each of them, but like, if I were to choose which trading company I would belong to in this world, I feel like it would be the order of souls. So I think that's the one I'm most excited about.
0: <laughs> Mirror, are you good with that? Or or is there one that you'd you'd want to mess around with for a while?
2: Yeah, I, I love I love the Order Souls as well. Like I know their aesthetic and like um they give you the rogue sea dog stuff, right? For getting mm-hmm. level 50. Yeah. yeah, I love all their uh, cosmetics. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna wanna roll with them. But I am a little excited to do the Reaper's Bones.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Um we are um really a friendly crew and the people we sail with get frustrated sometimes with because they're like we never attack anybody you guys always want to make friends and get in alliances and stuff like that so it'll it'll be nice to um sail with the reaper's bones and feel a little less guilty about all that
1: yeah
3: yeah i think think as rare thieves sometimes we feel like we well first of all i mean we wouldn't be doing what we did do if we didn't love helping people so we love running into players on the sea that need help or are new and you know just kind of taking them through um what we can
1: mm-hmm. and
3: but the other thing is like we feel really bad like going up and sinking a ship and then if they see our gamer tags, like oh man i got sunk by a rare thief like it's like
1: rude <laughs> like
3: especially they're like i'm following your guide right now and you just sunk me like that, that's <laughs> um, so yeah it, it'll kind of be nice to have an excuse to do PvP and yeah, not feel bad about it, feel like, no, 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 it's it's part of the game, it's sanctioned now. It's it's okay. <laughs>
0: That's great. I would love to have a part of of your guys's guide to one of the to like the shroud breaker. Like you got congratulations. You just got the the shroud breaker from the vault. Your ship is gone. It was rare thief that sank it. Sorry.
3: <laughs> exactly.
0: Continue to scroll down to get your mermaid and uh, your ship and leave the leave, <laughs> leave, leave leave the shroud breaker here so that people know where where it's going to, or so you know where to le- or where you had it beforehand. Uh, like I want that play by play somewhere in in one of the guides in the future, if, if that's ever possible. (laughs) So, but yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I feel like, um, my crew and I, we, we were leaning towards, uh, Reaper's bones and a lot of that's because we, we typically go out and just sink people. But I think, I think the bigger, uh, Reaper's flag for us is going to be like a level five merchant alliance. And I think I think that's going to be the tastiest thing to try and draw people in to to, to fight with us, because that's, that's yeah. kind of we, we yeah. always have to go looking for fights uh, when I'm sailing mm-hmm. with that particular crew. And it's it's always kind of rough. But when I'm with like my community, uh, man, we're, we're just all all trying to we're just trying to I'm just trying to build up friends as much as possible at that point, because I, I love I love having those those stories about killing each other in a friendly, fun way kind of uh-huh. like uh kind of like what you guys did when with the first cruise uh that sailed out when you guys went to rare
2: uh-huh yeah yeah yeah.
0: just having that kind of fun everyone knows mm-hmm. that they're in on it and everyone's uh just trying to to enjoy the game and, and test it out and play it and stuff so I, I yeah think no that's, hard
2: feelings no one's like feeling personally yes. attacked it feels more yes. like a
3: game of tag like where everyone's you know running away from each other running at each other you're like
0: that's a really good way to put it, actually. That I had I never thought about it, but yeah, that's it is kind of like a game of tag when you're with your friends, like who who killed who first, and how are you gonna get them back with what kind of weapon? Yeah, that's a really fun game. Um, oh, dang it, you're that's I feel like I want to implement that now. I feel like that's that I want to make that like a thing in my community. You know, whoever's it has to kill someone else on another crew to pass the tag, and then. <laughs> yep. Once you kill them, they're it, and then they have to try and so just make this game within a game kind of thing. I love that idea.
3: Feel free. Um, <laughs>
0: thank you, thank you. That's awesome. So, uh, as we get into to emissaries and stuff, um, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the the the, the idea of, of what do you guys think as far as like this this table and the little ships and stuff. Um, uh, how do you feel if, uh, about them uh, from what we can from what we've been told officially? Uh, it looks like ships are going to be represented um, on the tables when you're when you're part of the emissary and is that too much information or is that uh, uh, plenty of information like is that something where you guys feel like that that the game is is kind of breaking outside of the the immersive feel of it or is it something like that's a little too calculated like now we know who's doing exactly what
2: uh, to me it feels i don't know i think it fits right in like it's the way it's like Visually implemented is super CFDs, you know, with like the little wooden boat. Oh, and uh, I feel like if you're supposed to be emissaries for these trading companies, you know, you're trying to, um, you're working for them. It kind of makes sense that you like sign your name somewhere, you know. Um, mm. So from the from like a game immersion, it doesn't uh, break it for me. Yeah, and from like gameplay, I think it's I think it's cool. Like because you can see, oh, like there's a bunch of people doing gold hoarders. I I feel like doing gold hoarders today. Like maybe I can get an awesome alliance today. Like you know, I feel like being friends with people. Maybe this will um be the thing that bridges the gap of awkwardness you know like are you friendly I or I feel not? like
3: stealing a gold hoarder flag
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly
2: and and you can go check out if 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 the reapers ones has little boats on there you know you could see how many people are flying the reapers and you can decide like oh this this uh server looks a little too sweaty for me you know i don't know if i'm going to be able yeah. to hang out over here
0: yeah yeah definitely so um moving speaking of, of sweaty servers uh, there's there's a whole a, a whole part of the game that is getting revamped uh, currently yeah. that we we I don't know about you I'm not a huge uh, a huge fan of arena I don't jump into it that often uh, and I and I blame a lot of that on Mike uh, for for making adventure so interesting so <laughs> For me arena's great but I, I rarely ever want to jump into it but they've they've completely changed the landscape they've they've shortened the the duration so instead of 24 minutes it's now 15 minutes which I think will probably be better for people but we we're, we're going with no maps fewer islands we have a beacon on one chest and there's one turn in point is mm-hmm. this is this what arena needs in your guys' minds
3: Um I think there's there's definitely a temptation to feel like I, I'm definitely going to miss on one level the maps just because, first of all, we play on console. So mm-hmm. that is such a huge leg up for us because I, I'd like to think we know the islands fairly well um, given what we do. Um, right. <laughs> so
1: having the X's on
3: the map is kind of a nice leg up for us, especially when we're playing against PC players. Um, but at the same time, First of all, I think Rare has done an amazing job of giving us things we don't know we want. Yes. Until they give them to us and we're like, "Oh, I didn't know I wanted this, but I did." <laughs> yeah. So, so there's that, but then also I do think that I don't know, to me it just feels like I'm being given a whole new game to play. And so yeah. I don't I can't like help but be excited about it. So, I
2: don't, I don't know. Yeah. I I'm excited for the change. Like I really love the current play quite like not quite regularly but whenever we can get our crew together you know because we like doing the galleon arena Mm -hmm. we we definitely go and play that but with the current setup every once in a while it's pretty easy for one boat to just kind of get away with the game if they have um Yeah, so I feel like with with them be, there being multiple maps and multiple turning points, like right now, uh, one uh, one team could get away with the whole game if they just happen to get lucky enough to go to one of the islands that no one else decided to go to. Um, if you know, like three boats were all attacking each other and one was just skating by, and that's definitely a strategy. But I'm excited for there to be that to happen less because I think this new focus, for, like uh, on you know on the beacon chest, will help mm-hmm. um, level the playing field. And yeah, like Mark was saying, it's just going to be like a whole new experience. And currently, fighting over Reaper's chests, especially when they were first introduced and worth a ton, or I think they're worth more now. I can't remember. But when they were first yeah. introduced, everyone was going for them because the balloons were, were less uh, prevalent. And those are some really fun um, skirmishes. So it'll be cool to get that on demand uh, in Arena.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept. I'm curious to jump into this. I think my biggest concerns are having to deal with crews who are less about uh, grabbing the chest and turning it in and more about uh, taking a chest and hoarding it or or like turtling Mm -hmm. on an island and just trying to prevent the, the the natural gameplay flow uh, or, or loop. And, and that's, that's my main concern right now. But, uh, again, with everything rare does, I I always want it to have room to breathe and to, to be played with and, and, and and tinkered, uh, before we, we kind of pass judgment on it. Um, and that kind of brings me to, to, to the one thing that I think is probably, probably more contentious than the, the barrel system, uh, (laughs)
1: 2.0,
0: Which is rezzing, and we're we're getting resurrection in the game. Which it feels it feels interesting to me that when someone dies uh, on your team or in your alliance, you can go over and resurrect them. And in the videos, they've shown that your it looks like your your ghostly soul is rising up into the air, which for pirates doesn't quite gel with me. I feel like we should instantly be going down, uh, based on our deeds. And, um, but I'll, 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 I'll I'll, kind of live with that. So, but players will have a chance to resurrect you and bring you back. Uh, we, we don't know officially if it's at full health or, uh, an eighth or a quarter or how, however much health we're getting, um, when, when it actually happens. But, um, I like this system being implemented because of a way that I don't play. And, <laughs> and, and part of it's because I, I want people to be able to play the game. So for me, this looks appealing for console players that have to live with uh, longer load times. If they don't have like an SSD drive on their Xbox or they're on like the original Xbox with the slower processor. And, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this and, and, and hear if you, if you like the idea, if you think the idea is pushing it a little too much, like what are your thoughts on it, Amir?
2: Um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. for one, I don't know, like, I feel like, especially since it's a mechanic in like every other game, and I know battle Royale is super popular right now. And I love those moments where you get a clutch revive and save the day, you know, yeah. your whole team's down. Um, and you're this. it's like, you're in the final circle, and you're able to kill that person off and revive your team and save the day. I think that'll be a really cool mechanic to add to see these and adventure end in um, arena. Um, and then also, they what what uh, Joe mentioned. I think it was yeah. Joe uh-huh. was talking about in the prototype. You know, I was one of the few lucky people that got to play their prototype when I did the play it first um, oh, game, man. and I'm not really allowed to talk about what was all in it that right. hasn't been released. <laughs> but, you know, that was one of the things, and I remember that, and that it, it's definitely. Something you know that does bring your crew together, and you feel like a valued member. And you know, it also could be good for some of the players that aren't that good at PvP. If they're able to play that, you know, um, uh, healer or uh, support class, that they could help revive you, especially in arena. You know, if your your team's out there getting uh, owned by some skeleton captains, they can kind of mm. get that much revive and help you out.
0: That's yeah, a really good point.
1: I feel
3: like it's not too OP because. Um, I think today, or in that video, the most recent one, he was saying, You come back and you only have 25% of your health.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and so it, takes it was four
3: seconds. seconds. And four seconds is, it sounds short, but I feel like that's going to feel like an eternity <laughs> to revive oh, yeah. someone in four seconds. So I feel like that gives another player plenty of time to come kill you as you're trying to revive your teammate and such. So I don't think it's overpowered. I think they did a good job. I mean, time will tell. And I think if it is, you know, we've seen that Rare tweaks things mm-hmm. when they do find that something is unbalanced. Yep. Um, but I think already the, they've been really thoughtful with how they're implementing it. And it sounds to me, at least, that it's not going to be really that OP.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's also, it's also kind of like a tool in the sense of, I mean, of course, to use to re, like, get your teammate back up, but you can use it as a trap. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. if you know that they're going to really want to get their teammate up, you can go high in the bush real quick and as as they're reviving come out and blunderbust them too and you got two down. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a real fair fair point. You can actually start using it kind of like uh like like if you were a raptor in Jurassic Park and you can start <laughs> laying little traps for little bodies like the Oh no, what was that movie? Oh. Oh, I know what it was. It was um, God, this is going to be a weird, a weird deep cut. But did you guys ever <laughs> see the movie Screamers?
2: No, I don't know. No.
0: Okay, so that that this was a weird movie to begin with, but it was a sci-fi <laughs> movie that had uh, robots, and there were two warring factions of humans, uh, and there was a, a a planet that was a mining planet, if I recall correctly. That was kind of there were a couple out. There was like one military outpost on this island, and the opposition had been using uh, um, kind of like a weird robot, but it was it was like a, a they had different they had like come up with different types of robots so one was like a lost little kid that was a bomb and then there was a there was a a warrior one that was like a wounded warrior so it would call out for help and it would and, and it would ask you know it, it would plead with you to try and and try and get you and then oh, you know if, yeah. if if you went up to it it would explode or it would kill you and you always had these the, it, it was always this this idea of like you know you you can't be too you, you have to be really, really cautious about when you're going into a situation, like what could happen. And, and you, you kind of nailed it. And that's why it triggered the memory for me, Amir, was the idea of killing someone to to use them, their ghost, as a beacon of like, hey, I need help. But if they're not on comms or they're not communicating or they think you're gone, you could definitely take out another person that way.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. So,
0: and I, I'm i kind of with there with you guys as far as like four seconds, uh, uh, Marky, you 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 made a really strong point. Four seconds is longer than any gun reload or sword lunge. Um, so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it not, it's definitely something where it's going it, to, you're going to have to be protected if you want to get this done, uh, and, and get someone back. So, and that's kind of the, the, the thing is, is I've had a lot of people say, um, and, and, and it, it's been kind of a general thing, so I don't want to try and name anyone cause it, there's no point to it. It's a general sentiment that, this is going to really hurt solo players um, who like to go on to a galleon and wipe out an entire galleon and sink a galleon solo. And as, as much as I as much as I understand their plight, I have a really hard time sympathizing with someone who can take out four players and sink a galleon.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> so, and like I said, I, I think if if they're able to do that now, man, they're really going to be able to do it if someone's pausing for four seconds to pick up their teammate. You know, yeah. it's only going to make it easier, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, know. it, it, it yeah, is kind they're of they're like dropping the, the anchor. Off. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, sorry, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, yeah, if they're if they're trying to get the revive off, try to get in there and do something. Throw firebombs, blunderbusses to push them back. I feel like there are so many tools now in our chest mm-hmm. rather than just, you know, the blunderbuss and uh, flintlock, whatever you're using to mm-hmm. um, help fend off a successful revive and, while you can kill them at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna add a little bit of time to to being able to knock out like an entire crew, but I'm I'm right there with you. I, I see the tools, I see the ability to adapt to the situation. And while it may not be as easy as it once was, that's just going to help benefit the the, the less experienced who uh, might be able to get off a revive, which is is a, a clutch enough save to to be able to fend off a duo sloop who's really experienced uh, and and really good at killing. So I'm trying to think if there was anything else I was thinking about with this update. There's so much coming out with this update. Um, Oh, I did want to bring up, uh, so cats are coming out. And I'm I'm really yeah. excited for that. I'm buying all the cats uh, regardless. <laughs> I, I don't care what they look like. They're all little fur babies. I'm going to be the crazy cat lady who has all the cats. <laughs> and if I could have them all out, at, if I could have every single cat out at once, I totally would. I would be that weird chip. <laughs> but you guys have a puppy. Are you guys are you guys hoping that with with cats coming to the game that eventually we'll get puppies?
2: Oh, of course. I think, I think we'll, we'll <laughs> always hope for it. Yeah, we'll always hope. for it. But, and even though I, I'm not really a cat person, I definitely want to get a cat see a thief because oh, I definitely. feel like cats are very piratey for some reason. I don't know why, but as, as well as dogs are, but I think, pa- yeah, cats go right in there. Well,
3: also, I just won't have allergies. Yeah. (laughs) I won't be allergic to these cats.
0: That does that does help out a lot with liking them. Uh and and to 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 Amir to your comment, the reason why they probably feel so piratey is because you can never trust them. You never know what they're thinking, and they're always trying to get whatever you have. But that's maybe that's just my cats. I don't know. So your cat definitely um, sounds like a pirate. They are, they're little, they're little, little beasts, but I love them. Um, so, but, okay. So I, I feel like that's, that kind of rounds out. Was there anything in the update that you guys are super excited for that, that we haven't already talked about? Cause I want to make sure you guys, I want to know what you guys are interested for.
2: I mean, yeah, I think we got, we got the new trading company, the, the emissaries, cats, mm. arena, reviving, well, just
3: every little tidbit of lore that gets dribbled out in each update i think that's always what i'm most excited for
2: yeah i'm looking forward to see what duke has to say after after what's gone down
3: yeah my my first thing i always want to do anytime something's been updated is run up to the npcs and find out what their new dialogue is Uh, yeah
0: (laughs) i'll I'll be interested to find out if duke finally starts to show his true colors the dark lord that he is (laughs) we'll see So, um, I, I was actually thinking about it while you were bringing it up. What do you guys think about, uh, Reaper's hideout, uh, being the, the home for the new trade company as, as we have representatives all over the sea posts, uh, or sea sea outposts, um, for each of the different factions, the Reapers are kind of insulated in, in this instance. I thought it was going to be a fort, but what did you guys think about, um, one central location for each trade company?
2: Uh, I think, I don't know, it kind of fits with the, the lore, I feel like. They're, they're, such, they're such an anti, like, oh, not anti-trading company, but they're just so different oriented, you know? Like, they're definitely, yeah. they want it all, they, they don't really care about the pirate code, so it kind of makes sense they wouldn't be welcomed on the outpost.
3: Well, and they're protecting their secrets, so, like, I, I don't know, I can't see them really, like, posting a representative on, like, too formal you know like for them <laughs> um and and too dispersed you know i feel like they want to keep everything tight and connected and fortified you know like while mm-hmm. it might not be becoming an active skeleton fort it still is a fortress and you know like just like the skeleton forts it has you know those spears coming out of the sand to protect mm-hmm. it it has that central location there was cannons on you know, it yeah there's cannons um yeah. so there's just it is trying to Fend off something, trying to protect itself in some way. So to me, it makes sense, yeah, that they're trying to stay insular and protected, and yeah.
0: So uh, it's it's kind of interesting in my mind that that you bring that up because uh, with with the Reapers, they are they are kind of their each to their own kind of pirate pirates for all eternity. And we see something like that with the, the different skull forts that we have with, especially with, for example, Fort of the Damned. And I'm wondering if we'll ever have um, an, an island to itself that is wholly representative of uh, a new faction that would be for just skeletons. Like if there was a faction of, of skeletons that broke away from the gold hoarder and or uh, a flame heart, and wanted to be like some sort of, of uh, historian lore-based group. Like they're they've retained their knowledge and, and they're 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 trapped in this form. I I, I kind of think of um, like undead in World of Warcraft, where they're they're forsaken, but they're uh-huh. not but they're not necessarily evil. They're just have their own intentions. And similarly with mermaids, too. I'm wondering if there's ever going uh-huh. to be an, an area where will have a specific zone uh kind of not kind of like mermaids hideaway kind of like um uh like some of the uncharted islands where you're going to have to try and and go both on, underwater and above water to to speak with mermaids and and if you think that do you think rare might go that route or do you think they've got like other plans for for like merfolk and stuff
2: They they keep saying they're going to you know like people ask all the time when's a new the map when's it, like and they keep saying they're they're thinking about going down instead of out. So yep.
3: Well, and they've talked about you know bringing more of the lore from the novel into the game, and like eventually, I don't know when, but I mean like it just in general, it's all yeah. canon, and it all could come in. Um, and there's that, a lot about mermaids
2: in the in the Forge.
3: Well, and I really want to, I don't know, find the places that like where you know, Marcia found the earrings and like where she and Ramsey went down and everything. And yeah, I don't know, it was just di- different places like that or, you know, where they had the, you know, mermaids locked up, you know, when they, the two were kidnapped and they went to rescue them. Like, I want to see that like so desperately. <laughs> was- so, um, yeah.
0: Were you guys surprised when you saw the magpie's wing, uh, in in game, when it, they started to actually represent that,
3: yeah, uh, I, that was I have loved so much seeing anything from the lore in the books come to life. Mm-hmm. that for me has been the most fun thing um it, it breathed whole new life into the game and and it still does anytime they add something from yeah. the books into it just I, I can't. I get butterflies. Like I get so excited. <laughs> so, I'm I'm really waiting to find a fully fleshed out version of Shan's workshop on Thieves Haven. Yeah. that would make my life.
0: Oh like. man. So there, there's a little, there's a little nook um, behind the galleon that's being crafted on Thieves Haven that mm-hmm. doesn't lead to anything. It's just this little. It's like a weird placement of the of the rocks and stuff. I'm I'm one of these days. I want to be able to go over there, pa- a- after an update, and just find like a little lever. And mm-hmm. find out that that's where where Shane's little workshop is, and, and that he that's where he was working on all of the little trinkets and stuff, and and uh, the music box and stuff that that we've gotten the into cannons. the
2: game. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know
2: exactly what little nook you're talking. About. I know exactly where. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh man,
0: yeah. This game, I gotta say, has been one of my biggest joys. Uh, just just over the last few years, um, just finding out about it, getting to play it, creating a community around it and then finding folks like you who are just as uh, just as passionate about, about it as well too. Um, so I wanted to, to give you guys the floor, uh, is, is there anything you guys wanted to, to say to rare or to the community, uh, anything you want to promote as far as rare thief or your app, like where, where can they find this stuff?
2: Um, I th- something for being such a long time, rare fan is you know every game that i've been this passionate about that's been a rare game you know um at least when the internet was around you know had a forum um and the communities there were so awesome but none of them have had anything like sea of thieves like the sea of thieves community is definitely something else and i think because the game just attracts so many different kinds of people adventure lovers pirate lovers uh xbox gamers rare fans um, there's just so many different kinds of people. So you get to see so much different talent and ideas. Um, I don't, It's been like nothing else. And I, it's just really cool, um, you know, that Rare develops a, a game that was so unique, but yet could uh, grab such a wide audience. So it's just been really fun being a part of this this community in particular. Um, it's been like nothing nothing else I've ever experienced for any other game that um, that I've been a part of the community for.
0: Well said, definitely.
3: Yeah, I think that was beautifully said. I I think there's something about the magic in the game that inspires creativity. And I think that's one of the reasons we're seeing so much talent and so many just beautiful creations and ways to participate and even like things like people wanting private servers to create, you know, the games within the game. And like that just mm. Yeah. It's just mind-blowing and so fun to just be any small part of it.
0: So you guys have been making guides. You guys have been making the map uh, over at rarethief.com forever. For if people <laughs> don't know, there's also a mobile app that you can download. And this is available on iPhone and Android, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Perfect, and uh, I'll I'll see if I can grab links to it. Um, but most importantly, people just need to go and head over to rarethief.com, bookmark <laughs> it, put it on put it on your browser, uh, put it on your phone, whatever you need to do. Because anytime you have a question and you're not sure where this riddle is or what this thing means, or even just like the, the, uh, um, just the, what the names of the islands are. If you're just not sure, this is where you should be going to get this kind of information. And, and I can't thank you guys enough for, for constantly putting out content to, to, to help us when we, when we need this information. Um, <laughs> and just a, a quick little thing, I don't know if many people know about this, but you guys actually have some really, really cool beta stuff on there that was like not talked about. Like I, I, I loved digging through, uh, the, the perfect dark core or the, um, uh, the, the conquer, uh, conquers. Uh, yeah. Yes. The 12 tales. And, um, you guys even had the, uh, uh, the golden eye bit in there too. That was, um, I wasn't, it's not the 25th anniversary guy, but this was the Xbox uh, Live Arcade, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. The the and and I remember watching that and just thinking like God, this is so cool. But you you've been huge rare fans. Um, what's going to happen when Everwild comes out?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: um, hopefully, uh, we we are hoping to cover both equally, like as much passion and fun we're having with cfds on rare thief we want to do the same exact thing with everwild we can't wait yeah awesome. definitely i so excited definitely <laughs> hope, hopefully will be a helpful source for um that community as well
0: awesome yeah there's a the the community is, has already jumped onto the discord and and yeah, yeah. share their passion it's... go ahead
2: oh yeah yeah the discord's been awesome uh the reddit's been picking up a little bit mm-hmm. people had the trailer you know people are just speculating away and There's been a big group that's been naming all the animals with, so each each (laughs) one has community uh, created name. It's just been really fun. Yeah. It's really fun being at the, at the start of a community like that, you know? Um, Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't yet and you're interested in Everwild, I would definitely head over to the discord because there's lots of passionate people over there.
0: And all of them, I would say a large majority of them are, are old fans of, of uh, Sea of Thieves as well to players in the game that, that are constantly uh, trying to support rare as much as we can. So I, I I can't echo that enough, but um, I just wanted to thank you guys again. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thank you so much for, for joining me. Uh, It was, it was just, it was an absolute blast and, and I I can't say thank you enough, but um, thank thank you you for having an honor. I can't believe. Oh no.
2: Listening to it. And you're one of the, you know, voices we can count on every, every, every time we put out a new uh, episode to keep everyone informed in a fun way. We've been loving the interviews. So yeah, thank you so much for having us on. We're we're honored. Oh,
0: it's my pleasure. all right pirates that's going to do it for this episode of keelhaul i hope you enjoyed it i hope you liked it if you did feel free to let me know over at twitter at c-a-p-t underscore l-o-g-u-n or you can always email me at c-a-p-t-l-o-g-u-n at gmail.com or if you want to come let me know uh, in the discord there's always links in the show notes that you can go to to find out where i'm usually hanging out and chatting with the rest of the keelhauled community and pirates with that if i missed anything or if there's something that you wanted me to talk about feel free to let me know as well. I'm really curious to find out what your thoughts are on Resurrection, as well as the Emissaries. What are you going for? How many cats are you buying? And are you ready for the update on April 22nd? So, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode. Once again, thank you so much. I love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.
3: If you hear someone panting into the mic, I swear that's not Falcon or I.